Hi, everyone. It's Jen DeWall. And on this week's episode of the Leadership Habit Podcast, I sat down with Leo Hausen to talk about how we can live our life with more intention by understanding our subconscious. This means understanding why we think the way that we do, how our lived experience through our childhood into adulthood still show up in our life and impact our choices, our reactions, and essentially how you're feeling today. But before I dive in to the actual episode, let me go ahead and tell you a little bit more about today's guest. Leo Hausen is a seasoned entrepreneur with a decade of multi-business expertise, is a certified hypnotherapist and a human potential coach. Drawing from his diverse business background, Leo's coaching approach centers on high performance and human potential. He emphasizes building a solid foundation for exponential impact, followed by targeted work on areas like flow state. Leo guides individuals towards balance, productivity, and passions, enabling them to set and conquer their significant goals. By leveraging hypnosis, mindset, and flow state techniques, he drives profound subconscious transformations. And I hope that you enjoy today's conversation as we talk about how you can live your life with more intention. You can build more success and happiness for yourself by understanding your subconscious. Enjoy. Leo Housen, we needed you on the podcast today talking about how to live your life with more intention by understanding your subconscious. I am so excited to have this conversation. I love the work on understanding our brain and what it's doing and how it impacts how we show up in the world. And I am so great to, grateful that you were able to take time to show up for the Leadership Habit audience to share with us how to start living more intentionally and to connect with being present all by understanding our brain or our subconscious. So Leo, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. And I've been uh, really looking forward to it. So um been going over all the different ways uh, things we can discuss and there's um i've tried to like come up with like what i think are the the top areas um but there's, there's so much the you know you can there's run so over much. and go yeah. over but um <laughs> hopefully we'll go through the top line and the most impact elements for for understanding the subconscious and how it can really influence day to day you know and really change the way you think and the things you do my gosh, change your thoughts, change your world. I'm excited to dive into it. Leo, go ahead, if you could, would you just go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Tell us a little bit more about you. What will you do? You're a performance coach, hypnotherapist, you're, you know, you're so many things. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah. So Leo Housen. So, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur you know, by background. So I've started my first company when I was 23 years old. Um, I'm 35 now, so um, I've been doing it a while. Um, in terms of specifically the coaching, hypnotherapy, flow state, human potential, um, I had a huge life-altering moment that isn't as isn't bad whatsoever, but I had my first, first daughter um, nearly five years ago now. Um, and unbeknown to me i hadn't realized that i'd been doing all these things subconsciously um in terms of my performance in terms of getting into a flow state in terms of being really productive and 
just having all this work done so quickly in a day. And that all changed when I had my daughter because tiredness kicked in and maybe the nutrition didn't happen or wasn't as good as it used to be. Um, bad habits formed and maybe I wasn't going to the gym as much as I like to go to the gym. And, and suddenly I was sort of dragging my heels through the day. And I was thinking, what well, I, you know, yes, I've just had my daughter, but this was six months after getting to a year after. And I, and I thought I need to reverse engineer what I was doing before and get back to where I was. So really the journey started off with how can I get back to where I was because I was such a high performer unknowingly. Um, and that kickstarted a journey that I've been loving that I think I'll always be on for high performance, the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, biohacking, flow state, human potential. Um, so I've been a performance coach, hypnotherapist for, for five years now. Um, yeah, and it's just been, been amazing. And when I started learning, I just couldn't not share it with people. And when I was sharing what I was learning with people and using the new skills, I learned to help people. It then just like lit up a different part of me that I hadn't realized, you know, this feels good for the soul, watching people use how I can help them to progress their life. And it just fulfilled me in a different way. So yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Um, and it's yeah, great to be able to discuss that with you again today and, and hopefully help more people. No, I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, I think a lot of our listeners, myself included, can relate to that period that we find ourselves feeling like, how did I even get here? I am tired. I am not even thinking about myself or my goals. Life feels heavy or chaotic or I'm overwhelmed. And I just want to go back to that place when I knew that things were good again or how I, you know, it's, it's that autopilot living that I think we naturally find ourselves in. But I want to dive in because I think for our listeners, we don't really talk on the leadership habit or haven't talked much about NLP and hypnotherapy. Um, could you just give us a brief understanding of what and how you can use, or I, I should say what NLP is for someone? Because I think that word is that, you know, the acronym is out there, but I think that a lot of people might not understand what NLP does. Yeah, so NLP specifically um, is neuro-linguistic programming. So, um, I mean, really it's changing the way we perceive the world. So it's it's based on, um, it's modeled on different areas. It's modeled on family therapy and, and gestalt, hypnotherapy. Um, and it does access the subconscious consciously, not to, to but whereas hypnotherapy accesses the subconscious directly. Um, so NLP is almost like a, a user manual for the mind. So that's the, the simplest way um, of using it. And I, I tend to use NLP as a supplement to my hypnotherapy. Um, so, and then with the, the hypnotherapy, the first thing I always have to do is say to people, it's not what, it's not stage. So it's not what you see on stage. It's not like I can control you and I can get you to clap like a chicken. It's not, although people do that, and that is a part of the journey of hypnotherapy, um, they would probably refer to themselves as a hypnotist, whereas I'd, I'd refer to myself as a hypnotherapist. Um, 
but there's similar elements of it. But the, I mean, hypnotherapy specifically aims to bypass the conscious mind and work subconsciously to to generate change, whether that's anxiety or trauma or motivation, um, performance anxiety. I've used it to help people that are scared of flying or just to to wake up in the morning and feel motivated. So, I mean, that's quite a like a headline overview of what what they are. But because we could probably spend you know a, a half an hour on each going over the uh, the details. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive in a little bit more to what the subconscious is and why we actually need to be mindful of our subconscious because we're talking about how to live your life with more intention. You know, why is it important to understand what the subconscious is? And let's start with the baseline. What is it? So the way I like to describe the subconscious is um basically using Freud's version of the subconscious, where if you imagine an iceberg that everyone can do, it's really easy to understand an iceberg where the small bit of the iceberg is above the water, but the majority of that iceberg is underneath the water. You cannot see it. So that top small bit of the iceberg, we would look at as our conscious mind. And then that huge area underneath the water, that big part of the iceberg would be our subconscious. So, I mean, it's anticipated, not they've proven, that around 95% of our mind is is made up subconsciously. Um, so we underestimate the power of it because we're always thinking and talking as we are now, consciously. So we then get stuck in a conscious mode and don't realize the power of the subconscious. Um, I mean, it also controls breathing, digestion, habits, emotional reactions. So it's there's a lot going on subconsciously that if we're not aware of it, we are missing out on a huge, huge opportunity to to generate change and and influence the way we do things and ultimately break the habits that we don't want and start walking in the steps that we'd like to take. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I appreciate even just thinking about at a basic example, you know, your triggers, what you're triggered by is likely something that's happening subconsciously and not consciously. You know, if I'm triggered when someone um, is disrespectful. If I'm triggered when someone yells at me, it's likely rooted in something much deeper than what you realize. And so when I, as I heard you just describe that, it sounds like building our awareness is part, you know, part of the journey around changing and adjusting our subconscious. But it really sounds to me still like the component of emotional intelligence, understanding who we are, why we think the way that we do, getting that awareness so then we can change it. But yet, now we've talked about this beautiful way to understand the key to building your success story, but yet we know that people are living on autopilot. And so from your perspective, where do you see people getting it wrong or maybe struggling with being intentional, with starting to really get that awareness and change that subconscious? I mean, like you said, the the first step is definitely 
just actually acknowledging there's another area to work on. Um, and if you could just start by saying, okay, most people just do all this conscious work. So, you know, let's say, okay, I'm, I'm setting goals and I'm making these habits and I want to be motivated and they're consciously doing it, which, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're expecting just your conscious mind to create that grit, that motivation, that drive, and you're potentially leaving out 95% of the iceberg, then truly what are you expecting? And are you expecting to be able to really stick to that new habit or that result? Um, and in, interestingly, uh, I was reading an article the other day and uh, a top scientist um, had studied what they call the subconscious playbook. So the things we do subconsciously, we don't think of. And they anticipated that that was developed from one to seven years old. So often when we do something or think something and you're thinking, why am I thinking that? It doesn't make sense. What you're actually doing is judging your subconscious playbook that was developed when you were a child with your adult mind. And that's why we can't link it because you're thinking, why am I, it doesn't make sense. Why am I doing that? Well, just because your adult brain, your adult consciousness is judging your childlike subconscious that you haven't worked on and haven't reprogrammed to meet your adult mind. Yeah. That like, that hits for me. Because I think, you know, our listeners likely know my husband and I just became foster parents. And one piece of the foster parent training is to talk about trauma and understanding childhood brain development. And as a kiddo, I went through trauma, but I never understood. I never understood it, right? I would go to therapy to talk about these are my challenges. This is what I want to work through. And it wasn't until someone educated me on childhood brain development that I could finally actually accept myself for why I think the way that I do. Not realizing that, hey, this is what's happening. And the shocking thing or surprising thing I found is that that research is still under, I mean, at that point in time, they said it was under 20 years old. So I'm guessing it's still under 30 years old. So it's no wonder we have no idea why we think the way that we do. The research is still relatively new in, in that, I guess, in the childhood phase is how I understood that. Um, I'm not sure what your takeaway is, but it blew my mind to understand why or the impact of some of these things and why you do react the way that you do. And that these things are typically deeper rooted than what you ever realize that it's not yeah. enough just to consciously do it. No, exactly. And we're always, I mean, we're always trying to understand the mind more and more because, you know, the mind doesn't really physically exist. The brain exists, but when we're talking about the mind, we're talking about actual consciousness. So we're always learning and understanding and I mean, the reality is, is we're making claims of latest understanding to how we think something works. And we're just, we just don't, I don't really think we've scratched the surface of the way our mind and conscious and subconsciousness works. But um, yeah, to me, it makes complete sense that we do develop that subconscious playbook when we are younger. Because the amount of people I talk to that, that say, that come to me, that I work with during hypnotherapy, 
I do this, I have this reaction, and it doesn't make sense, and I don't know why I do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to snap, or I don't want to be scared. I don't, whatever it is. And it's just that link between, you know, that development as a child to now as an adult where you see the world for what the world is. Um, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But it's just bringing that subconscious playbook more in line with your adult conscious awareness. Hi, everyone. It's Jen. And I'm just coming to you because we need your help. Presscom International, the organization that hosts the Leadership Habit podcast that I proudly work for, is looking to expand their network of people that are committed to creating more ethical, engaging, and human leaders. Now, how is that relevant to you? Well, we're looking for referrals. Do you know someone that is interested in giving back and being an entrepreneur and owning their own business, or that wants to make a difference and is passionate about leadership development? Well, I'm excited to share with you that Crestcom has just launched a referral program. If you know someone, maybe it's a past mentor or a boss that's interested in making a career change and wanting to leverage the knowledge and their experience in the classroom, send them our way. We have this new program and here's the scoop. We've designed an easy to use referral form available on crestcom.com forward slash referrals. And you can visit the site, submit your referrals and access all of the rules along with required terms and conditions. Here's the sweet spot of this. If you refer a successful candidate, we'll give you $2,500. Now we want to expand and make our mission even greater, but we can't do that without your help. So if you know someone that would be interested in becoming a franchisee for an amazing leadership development organization that wants to get into the classroom and make a difference, head on over to crestcom.com forward slash referrals today and help us impact your workplaces and the leaders that you work with. Here's the only caveat. Please note that this program is currently open to applicants based in the United States only. So we talked about kind of like now they understand the importance of understanding our subconscious. It drives our decisions. It drives how we do things, how we think, how we perceive the world around us. What specific impacts, you know, in your experience as a performance coach, what, what do you see this look like in action in terms of your subconscious, you know, driving your actions? And what does that look like with the leaders or individuals that you work with? Yeah, I mean, with so I work with a lot of, lot of entrepreneurs and leaders and also um, athletes. and. What I really like about the subconscious work is what I often say to people is, uh, yes, you'll feel more motivated, but the real work is, is that you don't do the things that you once did. And you don't notice that until you think about it, which just shows how big the subconscious is. So if, as an example, I recently worked with an athlete suffering with anxiety, and then in between sessions, they said, well, I haven't thought about it. I've had no anxiety. And that's perfect. That's, that's the exact, exact thing we want. So it's almost getting in under the consciousness, into the subconscious and working on whatever it is, is at the root cause of the stress, the anxiety, the lack of motivation, the hypervigilance, whatever it is, it's getting in and removing it and working on it you know, within one, four, however many sessions, because often 
there's more going on than we would ever, you know, think at first. But um, it's removing those things where they don't affect your day. And then you can concentrate on the conscious hacks and setting goals and all those things that will move you forward day to day as well. So it's just moving a gigantic obstacle out of the way and allowing you to do the things you want to do in, in your best way. So what I'm like, is an example, is it appropriate? I guess in my work as a coach, and I think it aligns with this, is it appropriate for them to like really understand what this looks like for them, right? It might be that you have a thought that says, I am not good enough. And that you, until you realize that you have that thought and pay attention to it, you don't realize that underneath in that iceberg, the I am not good enough, I am not worthy is draining your confidence. It might impact whether or not you go for a promotion, whether you have a courageous conversation and whether or not you overall believe in the value that you bring to the world. Um, And so thinking about, or on the flip side, if you also think I am not good enough, you might be triggered when you perceive someone is better than you. And you might go into an us versus them, like I am fighting with you. What the heck to try and prove yourself, but it's all rooted by an underlying thought of, I am not good enough. Is that a way that someone could understand that? If I'm thinking about, if they're sitting there trying to think who is like, who is me? Like, is this me? Yeah. I mean, if if in the example of I am not good enough, you're consciously telling your subconscious to not be good enough. I am not good enough. So then subconsciously you're looking for the things that agree with that because that's what and how you're talking to yourself. Whereas the reverse of that is I am great. I am good enough. You would be reprogrammed that. and, And so then subconsciously you're looking and feeling that um i mean that's a way you can talk to your subconscious and get a reaction um with hypnotherapy i would want to get to the root cause of why do you think you're not good enough is it a trauma so in that case we could we could use a regression within hypnotherapy as an example and go back and pinpoint the childhoods or adult wherever it happened um and often you know i've had sessions myself where i might have had a thought of you know i'm scared of doing this and it'll pinpoint back to what might seem like i've gone back to my childhood two years old you know sat in a room and that was a trigger of something big for me um with like hypervigilance as an example so we're actually really pinpointing the exact moment that your subconscious put this protection in for your for your mind, for your body, for you to be able to live in the world, right? Um, because ultimately, we're we're living in a modern world, but still with ancient, you know, mindsets of protection and running away from from a bear, as an example, out in a, out in a cave. And we're still, but we, the reality is that doesn't happen for us anymore, and we need to just tweak that down to, you know, yes, watch the watch out for the car when you're crossing the road, but it's not quite a bear that's going to literally chase you and it's trying to hunt you down. So is it really, if we're boiling it down to how do we start to change these behaviors? You know, it starts with that self-awareness and bringing the awareness and then how we adjust 
I guess, what is programmed into our subconscious that our subconscious wants to listen to. And I love even talking about the bear that I think, yes, a lot of us don't realize that we have to talk to our brain to remind our brain, you are not in a life or death situation. You will figure this out because our brain interprets those things that way by default to keep us safe. Your brain is beautiful. It's just sometimes reacting to the wrong things. So knowing that we're getting into our final segment, Leo, how do you start to begin to live life with more intention? How do you start to control your subconscious or at least get into it? If you maybe don't have, if you don't have a hypnotherapist, what is, what can the typical person do to start to be more present? I mean, yeah, I mean, hypnotherapy is obviously an amazing way of doing it. Um, I mean, there is, there is spe- uh, sessions that won't be specific to you and your needs, but there is sessions on Spotify as an example that will that will give you an example of that. And, you know, it might help with anxiety or relaxation. Um, you know, meditation I use as well. Um, there's an NLP technique called Hakalau that I really love and I use with, with most people. Um, and again, it's really about altering the state. So Hakalau is um, a Hawaiian form of meditation with the eyes open. Um, and I like the fact that that's done with the eyes open because I think it translates more to day to day. And that's known as the learning state. Um, and it's known as peripheral vision where you basically focus in on a, on a point with set breathing, uh, but you allow your peripheral vision to come in and your main vision to go blurry and it really changes your state. It relaxes you. It, allows your your state to change that's a really good technique um and i'm also because it's a really good technique i'm gonna i'm gonna produce a download for people to download and actually have like a step-by-step way of doing that to to help as well because it's it's a little bit difficult to describe in in a couple of minutes but um yeah that's an, an amazing way of doing it um so they're like your main main elements um nlp is good um in terms of like we were just discussing the way you talk to yourself so um you know if it might be someone says i always fail as an example then you maybe think of a time where you haven't failed and then start talking to yourself in a different way and you'll start talking to yourself and, and reprogramming your subconscious that way um i mean there's also conscious ways despite what we've talked about you know, the subconscious, I think there's also conscious ways of being more intentional as well. Um, like the first thing I do every day is not check my phone. My phone's not allowed in the room with me. So I start my day by not going on social media and checking an overload and having an overload of dopamine. I actually have a start to the day where I can be present and, and conscious. And that again, makes a real impact into my conscious and subconscious so um yeah i mean mindfulness hypnotherapy tell me with your phone do you put it okay because i want to try this because i know that i am and there's some other people listening to i am that person that can roll over and i know i shouldn't do it but I can quickly find myself scanning all five of my emails then going to social media then going to the basic news (laughs) <laughs> like, can you tell us why that's actually problematic to starting your day? 
just well, to what, maybe get us to understand why we actually want to put our phone out of the room or put it further away. And then I would want to know why, <clears throat> excuse me. And then how long do you avoid, like, do you, you know, not pick up your phone? Is it 10 minutes? Is it just starting with five minutes? Um, wh- why is it important to not get all of that intake of data and dopamine right away? Yeah. So, I mean, I often prescribe to people a digital detox. Um, I mean, you're just getting an instant cheap dopamine hit in the morning. So what it does is it neurochemically outbalances your your body straight away. So you're getting that, oh, I've had a like on Instagram and you get cheap dopamine and then straight away you're then distracted throughout your whole day and you're unintentional through throughout your whole day. Um, and that goes on and on and on. One, you're also wasting time. So you're you know, you're just, it's just not a good way to, to start the day. Um, and if you're checking the news, we all know the news is generally negative. So then you're, again, you're eating into the subconscious and you're feeding your subconscious negative thoughts, negative energy. Um, I actually use uh, an app blocker called Opal. And uh, I physically, even if I wanted to, cannot go on any social media, any mail, any WhatsApp, anything for the first, well, until 8.30 in the morning, like physically, my phone's completely shut down for any social media. I need this. I need that. (laughs) But I love what you even said to understand your subconscious and how it's being programmed. It starts with what you're even looking at. You know, if you're looking at social media and telling yourself, everyone else has a better life than me. That's what your body and your mind will begin to believe. The news, everything is bad. Everything is awful. That's what you're going to believe. Like, I think a lot of people, and tell me if you agree with us, don't realize the um, how they're programming themselves. I once had a psychologist on the show, and he wasn't a psychologist. I forget his designation, but what he said, and it always stuck with me, is that every time he sees someone with their head staring at their phone... He just says they're reprogramming their brain. Like, yeah, and I think that's a simple way to understand it. <laughs> I mean, and, and all these social networks and the phone, they are designed to hold your attention because attention is the most valuable thing that we can hold of, of someone's. And that's chucking a little advert there and holding the minutes you know, they have on there. But yeah, it's just like you said, you're seeing someone else's life that's been edited to make it look better than it is. You feel bad about yourself. You get a like, uh, so you're, you know, getting cheap dopamine. So then the things that you should get a nice dopamine kick from, whether it's a cuddle from your partner or seeing your child smile, or going for a walk in nature, those things that we should be getting the dopamine for that are good for us suddenly become so out of balance that, we're waking up with low energy, low motivation, and we're thinking, oh, I've got to go to work. I don't want you to do this. And whereas get rid of the phone and you can't go on it. And you do, I mean, I have a cold shower as well, but that's a, that's another thing altogether. But so if you, then you're jumping out and you're getting ready, having a cold shower, and you feel ready for the day and you feel motivated. And you know, you don't always feel motivated, but it's just a much better way to start the day. Um, and you've removed the temptation and all of the little messaging through the conscious or subconscious. Um, yeah, that it's such a, a big thing and a game changer for people I work with. Um, 
you only have to look at all the big adverts as well on TV. You think of like the first advert that comes to mind for me is the Christmas advert with Coca Cola, and it's coming, you know, and it's all subconscious. So we don't realize all of the effects and the people trying to work into our subconscious and how it affects us negatively day to day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could have had, we could have an hours long conversation on that, even on building awareness and all the ways we don't realize that we're reprogramming our brain um, with even, I'm getting, even what you just shared, like the interactions that we have with people, like fighting to get into our brain, whether that's influencing us um, in a positive or negative way, that could be conflict. It could be thinking and worrying and anxiety. Leo, you have so much to be able to help people with. And what you do, your work is so incredibly important because it ultimately changes the fulfillment and happiness that we have in our life. Um, I know that we have to wrap, which is sad, but how does our audience, how can they get in touch with you? How can they learn more about what you do? How can they learn more about hypnotherapy and NLP and you know improving their own performance? Yeah, no, there's um there's like each area we've touched on, we could have done like 30 minutes in each area so it's um there's so many areas you can go so deep in just just dopamine and digital detox and so yeah it's um there's there's a lot more information out there so my, my social media leo house on instagram um i post as much as i can i've got loads of content coming up so that that ranges from how to help entrepreneurs and subconscious and, and conscious and biohacking and functional health so there's um you know, lots of information on there um, and on my website as well. But yeah, I mean, I'm always happy for anyone to uh, ping me a message and uh, and have a look. And I mean, the one thing I would say that I've learned the hard way the last week is where I've been struggling with with sleep is as much as we talk conscious, subconscious, the basics are always the number one go-to with anything we talk about, you know, as as a coach. So sleep, nutrition, fitness, exercise, you know, all of those things, they would always be, they're such big wins and easy wins that before I got into any of the, what I would call this, you know, important, but higher level elements, I would definitely always say to people, make sure you get the basics right first. So then we can talk about all this other stuff and how we can really shift you. But if you're not sleeping properly, I can't do much else with the conscious or the subconscious. Yeah. So your brain's not rested. It needs that rest. You don't take breaks anymore. I love that. Get back to the basics. Give yourself rest. Focus on the fuel that you're giving your mind and body. Leo, thank you so much for coming onto the leadership habit to talk about our subconscious and how to live life with more intention and, and why it matters. Because the time is now to really get intentional with this. Thank you for coming on the show. And I hope to be able to talk to you again and we can dive deeper into one of those topics. And shout out from our audience if there's something you specifically want to know from Leo that we can bring him back to discuss because there is so much to discuss. Thank you so much, Leo. We are so grateful to have you. Yeah, thanks. Been great. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Leadership Habit Podcast. I hope you left that feeling intrigued, inspired about what you can do to really start to begin the work of understanding your subconscious. Because when you change your subconscious, when you can do that work, whether it's hypnotherapy, even the digital detox, being paying attention to what you consume, there is when we can start to actually build that awareness that allows us to take different actions. 
And so I hope that you were inspired to do one thing differently to improve the quality of your life. I just want to say thank you to Leo Hassan. He said to connect with him on Insta. You can also find him online on the interwebs. His website, leohassan.com, is actually in our show notes. And of course, we're thinking about how you can be your best self. And if you're looking for what you can do to develop yourself, to be confident as a leader, it starts with the tools. And that's what Crosscom can give you. Crosscom is a global leadership development organization, and we would love to help you be your best. If you are interested in learning more about what we do, you can head on over to crosscom.com. And there you can request a complimentary leadership skills workshop, mini team retreat, if you will. It's an opportunity for you and your team to feel and experience the benefit of leadership development. Now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you know someone that could benefit from hearing and understanding their subconscious, share it. And of course, leave us a review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.